Welcome back to another episode of the Dancing Library Mom Wife. I'm your host, Caroline Williams, and I'm coming to you live. Well, I should not say live. In my mind, it's live, although it's pre-recorded for you. But um, I was in a in a tussle with my mind uh, this week in deciding what this particular episode I wanted to talk about because there are a lot of things that I can talk about but what would I want to um, hone in on this for this episode and I try to I'm trying to make the episodes um, uh, geared towards what's going on currently like in our world or in you know are currently with myself that can be relatable to to all my listeners so um I came up with an idea to talk about um tips and tricks are things that you know you can do with your kids or yourself on this summer vacation um for those who are on summer vacation as far as my educators are concerned I know not all of America stops in June and July (laughs) I know that um I think what the problem is is that you know as an educator we have been um conditioned to think summer vacation means you don't go to work June July and if you go to work June July what is wrong with you you know it's like we cannot think outside of that box and so it's funny when I when I try to plan a trip and I'll try to invite like some of my friends or whatever like uh well I have to go to work <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. You're still at work, you know. And I also find it funny as educators when, uh, for example, my the school that I'm, I just completed, um, they're going year-round this year. So they will be starting school in July. So we just ended, right? And they're going to go back July. The kids return July 12th teachers have to report back July 6th so basically they're only getting like a month off and when the idea came about when it was presented to us um it was presented in a way that you know you thought oh it may not be too bad okay we could probably work with it because um it was given like okay you could possibly get all your Fridays off or it'll be maybe it'll be a longer day so that you can have one day off a week um you'll get or you may get a week off per month you know so the perks was like sounding great plus you get an extra bit of cash but the extra bit of cash we thought was going to be an extra stipend like money on top of your money and not extra cash in oh you're just paying me these extra days I'm having to work and I when you sit down I need people to understand if someone is telling you you're going to make more money with something and they've tacked on more days to your regular contract that technically isn't really more money that's just you giving me the money I'm supposed to get because I'm working these extra days (laughs) In my mind, and I should also say, tacking on extra days, paying me for those days, more money would be upping the daily rate that I'm getting already. Now I'm making more money. Okay, 
So it, let's give example like if if you're working on a minimum wage job and you were originally getting uh, $10 or $12 an hour and they're going to say, hey, I'm going to put you in, we're going to do this next year or this next month and you're going to be making $13 an hour or $15. Oh, okay, I can do that. But telling me you're going to work more days at your same daily, you're going to get paid the same daily rate is not making more money. Yeah, my salary cap went up some because of the extra days, but I need some more money on top of the money I'm already getting. Because again, as I said before, we are conditioned in our minds as educators to get summers off. That's why a lot of 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 educators go into education because they know they get summers off. And some people don't like the fact that we get summers off. But I always say the amount of work teachers do with the rate we get, God dog we deserve God dog on summers off. <laughs> the way they had it was such an uproar when the pandemic first started and everybody was crying about having to teach their kids at home and how unfair it was and this is oh so now you see what the teachers are going what we go through every day at school with your with your kid mm interesting now y'all want to holler give the teachers more that's a lot that's a lot to do imagine a class of 20 uh six-year-olds like your child or 28 uh 16 year olds like your child like imagine that and then you can see what we go through daily. But that is way off topic. I'm telling you I do this on a frequent basis when I record these things. I always get off topic. So I want to do the, the show about uh, things in the summer that can be done with your kids. Or like I said, with yourself if you don't have any kids. And you just want to, you know, get an idea like what, what, what should I do? What will be my pro- most productive summer? And I can say I have not really started this list, but I do plan on starting it uh, once I give my, I'm giving myself a week of nothing. And I feel that is very important to me. It may not be important to anybody else, but if y'all knew the type of schedule I was having this whole school year, as far as taking my kids places, doing things at work, do it. I was running myself into a hole and I was I didn't realize I was doing it like my I was just really drained I was drained I was tired it was a lot um even things going on in our world it was just a lot and on top of that having COVID I mean not me having COVID but dealing with COVID uh guidelines and and restrictions and things I was wearing myself thin and so I wanted to give myself a week to recuperate so that I can bounce back and be like, all right, now it's time for business. It's time to check off some of these things on my to-do list, okay? So some of the things that um, I, I said that could be done was for you, if you have children, make a daily schedule for them right now. And as another thing, I want my kids to kind of get a week of, you know, release, like, okay, school's out now get your you know get your minds uh to calm down and all the stress of things because they had to deal with a lot this year with going to school during a pandemic wearing a mask every day 
um, not being able to really interact with their friends like they wanted to. Granted, by the end of the year, all guidelines in the schools were down the drain. These kids were, well, honestly, I can say throughout the whole year, but more so starting like in February on to like May. Them CDC guidelines were out the window. The kids were on top of each other, playing with each other. It just didn't even matter. But I wanted to give them a week of just, you know, freedom from it all, from from the routines of it all. Now, um, so I was saying, like, make, like, a daily schedule for them where they can have some sort of structured day so that it's not such a wasteful, uh, lazy summer. Um... I've all, uh, and then within your daily schedule, some things you can implement. Like I've enrolled my kids into swim lessons because I am a um, uh, an advocate for making sure kids know how to swim and are not afraid of the water. Um, my daughter took swim lessons for like a year round last year, but I took her out um, when it got too cold. So, and my son, I didn't put him in last year because he was so... He's so over analytical that it was, I didn't want to deal with the the stress of it all. I said, let me wait till he gets a little bit more older and more mature and he can deal with his emotions a little bit better. So I put him back in it and I can say we had our first lesson this past Monday and um, it went well. It was actually pretty comical. Um, my son asked me uh, while we were waiting for the lessons to start, you know, his fear is, drowning <laughs> he goes are sinking my daughter as well what if i sink i said well your body has air in it your body is designed to float so you're gonna float you know it has the air in it. and he's like okay but how do you well how do you drown then i said uh <laughs> in my mind i'm like oh jesus he would be the one to ask me well how do you drown if your body's supposed to float i said usually people can drown if they're panicking and sometimes when you panic you you take in water which causes you to choke which causes you to drown i said or if you fall in and you're not you don't know how to swim you may swallow or take in the water and you may drown he's like oh oh okay well do you die if you drown i'm like oh god this is getting too deep now this is getting too deep I said, you may not die if they can resuscitate you. He's like, oh, resuscitate. Okay, all right. Now, I've never told him the meaning of resuscitate. I don't know if he even knows. I didn't ask. I was trying to make the conversation end because he was getting too deep with me. I just need him to go do the swim lessons. <laughs> so needless to say, um, the lessons went very well. So check mark win for us. He was both of them were excited about it and they did a very good job for their first lesson. Um, so another thing you can put in your daily schedule is um, have some outdoor fun. Let them either go ride their bike if you have a um, play set in your backyard or let them just go run around in the backyard with a ball or some bubbles or something to get them outside being active. Um, this pandemic has I know I know. From looking at the students that I've seen come back from being virtual for so long, come back into the building at the end of the year, this pandemic has spiked the rise of childhood um, obesity. 
And I'm only saying that is because our kids have been sitting in front of a computer for months. And you know, because I do it, you, you, when you're at home, you're comfortable. And if you're quote unquote bored, you go grab a snack or something. You're not doing much movement when you're having to just sit and look at a computer screen all day. So the getting them moving at some point can help a lot in, um, with the, with the summer pound add on. Okay. So do some outdoor fun. Um, I also recommend, and on, on top of, you know, making sure they're doing movement, I've decided to do healthy snacks for my kids. I usually just have stuff in the pantry. They know to just go in there, get whatever they want. But I decided to substitute a lot of the, the, the hidden fatty food type snacks, like, you know, uh, cookies or chips. Granted, there's chips in there and there are cookies, but the cookies are sugar-free, but they love them. It called, they're by Murray's. I don't know if y'all heard of Murray's. Murray's chocolate chip sugar-free cookies. They taste like a regular chocolate chip cookies. And my daughter likes them. My son likes them. They're a win. And we do goldfish for the baked or cheeses because they're baked. Um, there's a lot of oil in them, but they're better than chips. Um, and then I've also started, I've packaged granola uh, for them to like snack on. And I've packaged a lot of fruit in like the little sandwich snack bags. I've put strawberries and berries in there and I bought some sugar-free whipped cream. To like, if you want to dip it, yeah, there's your sugar-free whipped cream, you know. Yeah, I could have gotten yogurt, but it was easier to do the whipped cream. Um, so, doing those little healthy things and put them in bags. And I have bins inside of my pantry. So, they can just go into the bin and grab it and that's their snack. And then they're full. They go upstairs and they're fine. They're, they are content with their snack. Versus what they were doing before which was just grabbing all kinds of the wrong stuff because you know as parents be 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 real you go to the store and you buy what's convenient and those little packaged uh uh cookies the uh, little debbie cakes all that it's convenient you know it's just it just is so i'm just trying to make alternative choices a lot of people already do this but a lot of people don't so, and I was the one who don't. So I'm trying to revamp our taste buds in this house. Um, another thing to add to your daily schedule for for you or them is um, an hour of school. So because they're on the tablets or they're watching TV or they're, my kids do things all at the same time. They're, they are looking at the TV, playing with their toys and their tablet is on. It is a bit ridiculous bad mom or not it is what it is um so take time to say hey turn off the tv and i have an app called reading eggs that um i've actually paid for a subscription for both of them where they can go on there and it does educational type things they have a math and have a reading so do an hour of school where you say stop go on to this app or pull out a book or do these math problems or write this paper I don't know something so that they don't lose some of their uh what is the word 
Okay, I'm be simple. The learning that they did throughout the year, okay? So an hour of code can help uh, with, with, with keeping everybody on track. All right, and so another thing you can add to your um, list for them, well, not really a daily schedule for your kids per se. It could be more um, something for yourself. And forgive me, I had to pause to go fix my son his breakfast. <laughs> so I ran back upstairs. But um, something that I decided to do for myself in particular is to do tackle one task a day. I'm going to try this out, see how it works. But I think it's a, it's a, it's a something that can be attainable. It's not anything far-fetched. You know, sometimes we, we will make, we'll make a to-do list. And we'll say, I got to do this. I want to clean this room or I want to redo this chair or I want to fix this. And it's it goes, it never gets touched because you end up focusing on something else or you lose interest or you um, it becomes overwhelming. And so I figure tackle one task a day. Um, if it's cleaning just your room. Because sometimes we say, I need to clean my house. Well, that's a lot of house for one person to clean. <laughs> so just say, I want to clean my son's room. Or I'm going to clean the laundry room up. I'm going to refix or I'm going to redo my dining room. Or something like that. So, or I'm just going to focus on laundry. Oh my God, laundry is a bad word in this house. <laughs> oh my God, I can't. It's so much... Guys, one time I let my friends see how much laundry I had. They were like, oh, wow. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know how we go through this this many clothes. Like, how do we, how what, are, how, what are we wearing every day? We got, maybe we're wearing too many clothes a day. Maybe we need just to stick to one big muumuu dress and that's it. Because for all of us, Barry included, my husband included, because it is ridiculous how much laundry I we accumulate within a week's time and if you don't do it within that week it becomes a two-week period that can then bleed over to a two and a half three-week period because you start washing but if you don't wash and fold <laughs> it's just as bad oh my god like I literally just did at least eight loads last week folded them and put them up all at the same time. And I was very proud of myself. And as I sit here, I'm looking at another possibly eight loads that I need to do right now. Four that I need to fold and at least four more that I need to go ahead and put in the in the machine and get and get started. But it's it's only been a week, y'all. It has only been a week and it's like God, dog, I just did this. And I think that's where, as moms, we get frustrated because it feels like you're doing the same thing over and over. And it's like, when does it end? You're like a hamster on a wheel. And when does it end? And then we look, get looked at as, oh, she's tripping or she, uh, she, she can't handle it. No, it's not that we can't handle it. It gets frustrating. It gets frustrating. Like, I just did this. And yes, I know it has to be done. You know, it's a continuous job. It never ends. But dang on it, I I get a give me a time to 
vent, complain, and then I can move on and get it done. Because bottling and keeping it in, I'm going to explode and it's not going to be pretty. So, <laughs> tackle one task a day out there. Don't try to do it all one more time. And if you skip a day, you skip a day. And see how your to-do list ends up in the, by the end of the summer. Do you get everything done? Is it almost done? Um, we're going to try to do um, uh, credit because my son wants us to grow oranges and strawberries and something else he said. I think lemons. No. Apples? He wants us to grow some. I said, um, okay. So I am going to try to see if we can start us a little garden. That'd be a nice little job for them to do this summer is to like have us a little garden. So I'm going to go to Big Lots because I know they have the little cheap little gardening things. So I'm going to go over there to see what I can find for them. Um, but yeah, tackle one task a day as you make your summer to-do list. Try to complete one item a day or maybe one item a week. You know, whichever one is more convenient for you. And then also, my last thing I want to say is try to take some kind of mini vacation or staycation. It does not have to be expensive. Even if it's, fuck, I live in Houston. So what if it's just going to Galveston for a day and coming back? Or you getting a hotel room at, you know, a hotel around the corner from your house. And you just, you know pig out on your favorite snack or you go to the mall or something where it makes you feel like you are away from reality I am my parents had us going on vacations every summer because they were both educators so we went on a vacation every summer so I have a mindset of vacation is important and now I know why we went on vacation with my parents because they needed it as educators but I think it just helps you to when you get away for a minute you go, okay, 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 okay. I think I can do this. And you come back to reality and you, you, you know, you go on. But I think you get to always go back to that state of when you were on vacation and have a sense of like peace. Like, oh, I remember, oh, that was so much fun. Or I really did enjoy doing that, you know. So try to take some time for yourself, even if it's with your family or without your family. Do something that makes you happy. So, and if that's not a vacation, if that's something else, do whatever makes you happy in the moment. So this summer, so that you can always say, did you have a good summer? Yes, I had a great summer. Um, that should be your end goal of it all. So hope you enjoyed this, this episode uh, of tips and tricks for the summer and things you can do with your kids or without your kids or how to tackle your task at home. Um, I'm going to take my own advice and start on this promptly. Um, next week, it may be the middle of next week when I begin this because I do have a vacation planned for myself. So I'm going to start, I'm, well, I, I can say I'm starting the list off right. I'm starting my list off with my vacation and then going forward. So, um, y'all be good out there. Stay safe. I know things have been reduced as far as masking up and things like that. Um, so be careful. Corona is still out here. And I just saw on the news this morning that there's supposed to be another variant that has come out. So <laughs> be safe. And I will talk to you guys next week on the Dancing Librarian Mom Wife Show.